Do you ever feel like you create so much content, but you still struggle to populate all the platforms you're on? Like you have ideas pouring out of your brain like water, but somehow you still run short. Like when you sit down to write a social media post or an email to your list, and it feels as dry as my skin in winter. I sometimes feel like that. And when I do, I sit myself down and think, am I using the Swiss Army knife of content? Okay, I don't think that in those words because I just made up that phrase right now. But what I mean by that is, what am I leaving on the cutting room floor? What can I borrow from over here and put in over there? Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories. Write copy that feels good. It's the no-fluff copywriting podcast that teaches you to write copy you can feel good about and gets you more clients along the way. I'm your host, Jayati Bora, and I'm here to give you a shot of masala for your writing, a way for business owners like you to write copy your way, in your voice, with practical writing tips you can put into action right away. Let's find your words together. I have two signature pieces of content. This podcast, when it's in season. (laughs) I love that, when it's in season, like it's mangoes. And also my email newsletter. That's where I put in a lot of energy and effort. Those are the two things that take up a lot of my time and mental space where a ton of my ideas live. And then there's Instagram, which is my primary social media platform and where I post more frequently as and when ideas come to me. And very often... And I'm guilty of this too. Very often, we forget that the folks who are subscribed to our email lists don't necessarily follow us on Instagram and they don't necessarily listen to all our podcasts. So I might have an idea while I'm walking down the street and before I lose it, I'll take out my phone and make a reel about it. And then most of the time, I'll promptly forget all about it. Sometimes that's totally fine because that was a germ of an idea. I didn't really have that much to say about it. I just wanted to share a story or an insight or a comparison that came to my mind and I only have about 60 seconds worth of stuff to say. But at other times, that 60 second reel, that's just the seed and we capture it right away for a quick post. But what we're forgetting about is that that seed can be watered and grown and explained in more depth to form a podcast episode or paired with a relevant story or a writing prompt and to send out as an email. So if the Swiss Army knife in my analogy is all of your content, then the different tools that come out of it are the different ways that your content can be formatted and chopped up and expanded and shared. You know, here's the scissor and here's the nail file and there's the bottle opener and there's the corkscrew. Uh, Okay, I don't know if you can tell, but I've never actually owned a Swiss Army knife in my life. But I think those are all the things you can find in it. And maybe some other things also. Alright, so, Jyoti, you're thinking, great, let's change the idea, let's present it in different ways so we can use it on all of our platforms. But how do we do such a thing? I'll never leave you hanging, you know that. So, I come with examples. In August, I put out a podcast episode about the seasons of creativity. Maybe you heard it. It was one of my most responded to episodes of the season, so go check it out after this one if you haven't heard it yet. That episode kicked off with a poem about the seasons by Thomas More. 
I talked about my own experiences with the seasons and how much I hate winter and how the concept of seasons applies to our creativity as well. And I explained what those seasons looked like for me. Like the monsoon is a time of immense creativity, whereas winter is where I and my ideas go to hibernate. I talked about what could lead to the winter of your creativity and also what you could do to get out of it faster. I also talked about all the things you can do to prep for the winter of your creativity, like banking ideas and shipping ideas, even if they're not your best work. I had some concrete suggestions, some advice you could put into action right away without needing anything else, and I gave examples of what all of those could look like. And I gave you a permission slip to rest when you're in those seasons of downtime. All of that ended up being an episode of about 21 minutes, so it was pretty in-depth. Then on Instagram, I created a carousel post talking about the podcast episode. Usually I do audiograms of about a minute of audio or clip of the episode, but this time I was on vacation when the episode came out, so I did a carousel post instead. It was six slides with emojis and a summary of the main ideas of the episode in more casual, direct language. I talked about the feelings that go with the different seasons, and I commiserated with the people who are in the winter season of their creativity. Here's a little quote from that Instagram post. Quote, I don't know if you go through seasons of creativity, but I do. And at first, being in the thick of winter felt pretty, well, shit. You sit at your desk and you're blocked. Your IG feed dries up. And if you force yourself to post, it feels dull and uninspired. So what's a person to do? Throw up your hands and weep? And then I had three crying emojis. End quote. So you see how I highlighted the feelings behind the different seasons in the Instagram post? What I did not do was I did not share any of the actionable advice or tips that I included in the episode. Instead, I teased those. And I said, what to do when you're in this winter season is to go listen to my podcast. And I told my followers that if they did go listen, they'd get six tips on what to do in the different seasons. And that was a way to create some intrigue, to get some cross-pollination going, to get people feeling like, heck yeah, I want to know how to solve this problem for when my ideas run dry. And boom, that's the same root content, it's the same Swiss Army knife, but it's turned into something else. Then there was the newsletter I sent out to my email fam to let them know about this new episode. And I could have been a little lazy and I could have just used the same text from my IG post and formatted it differently and added in the links and just gone with that. And that's not a bad thing to do. Not all of your Instagram followers will get all of your emails and not all of your email subscribers will follow you on social. And even if those audiences have a huge overlap, and they probably don't, but even if they do, the algorithm means that only about 7% of your Instagram audience is actually seeing your posts. And of course, as much as we would love for every single subscriber to read all of our emails from start to finish, we know that that's not happening either. So you can repurpose the exact same words if it makes sense for that post. I didn't do that. What I did was to start with a bit of scene. As you know, words are my jam, and I was writing this from India, so this is how I started the email. Quote, I'm in India right now, where it's the monsoon season. This is not the polite drizzle that usually inconveniences me in New York, nor the chilly drops that raise goosebumps on my skin in the fall. This is the pelting deluge that batters the streets and bends the coconut trees nearly parallel to the ground. It's also the season of growing things, 
of wriggly worms in the mud and fresh clean air and impossibly green leaves. The fertile monsoon is my favorite season of all. As in nature, so in creativity. There are times when ideas sprout as you walk down the street, so many that you barely have time to capture them before they go floating off to the next person. And then there are the dead times, the winter months, when everything shrivels and retreats and your Instagram is so dead it should have a gravestone. End quote. I'm not going to read the rest of the email. If you want to read the rest of the email, sign up for my email list and send me a message and I will send that particular email to you. But do you see how you could see the Instagram post and get this email and get something a little different out of both of them? Right? It's the same root content. It's just framed in a different way. If I was being really conscientious about repurposing content, I would have also tried to make a little infographic about the seasons. Maybe pulled a great quote from there, use that on social media to start a discussion. That would be a good one to post on LinkedIn, for example, where I might not want to use the same carousel post that I used on Instagram, because even though they're both social media, they're a little different. If I had an active Facebook group or I was active in another Facebook group where this was relevant, Maybe I'd post about the idea behind the episode and ask a question to the group members or maybe poll them about where they were in their seasons of creativity. But in each case, it's the same root content, the podcast, it's the same idea, and it's appearing in so many different ways. By the way, this reminds me of one of my journalism mentors, Jerry Pinto. He taught me journalism in grad school and he was my first job, a boss at my first job. And he's also a poet and a translator and a children's book author. And I actually had him on Cutting Chai Stories in season one on episode 16 and 17 back in 2020. Anyway, so this Swiss Army knife approach to your content reminds me of Jerry because when we worked together at Man's World magazine in Mumbai, and yes, that was the name of the magazine, the real name, and no, I don't want to talk about it right now. When we worked together, he would also freelance for other publications, and he was especially good at writing travel stories. So he would be commissioned to go visit some, I don't know, historical site in India, and he'd come back and write a lovely historical piece on that place. And then for a second magazine, he'd write about the food he ate there, or maybe for a third outlet, he'd talk about the culture, or about meeting a local artist, or about the pollution. It was all based on that same one trip. And he never regurgitated the same content, but somehow he managed to find different frames, a different focus for different outlets, and make three times the money out of that one single trip. That, by the way, is full pesa vasool, as we would say, or in English, full bang for your buck. So I guess I aspire to Jerry's mastery with the Swiss army knife approach. Okay, so we talked through an example where the root content was long form a long podcast episode, and then we shrunk that down in different ways to use elsewhere. What about doing it the other way around, when what you have is that germ of an idea? Just a 60-second reel, what do you do with that? Well, let me reiterate that sometimes a quick social media post is meant to be just a quick social media post. There isn't some profound point to be made, there's nothing deeper to explore, it is what it is, and you said it, and it's done. But... There are some ideas that could be turned into more, and the first thing you have to do is identify which ones are meaty enough to expand and into what platforms. So for me, I have this podcast, and it's pretty focused on helping people identify, understand, and actually execute on their marketing and copywriting. Sometimes I talk about creativity also, but I never say just give you a pep talk for an episode. 
or I never share some deep, dark confession on cutting dry stories for the sake of sharing stories. A story like that wouldn't be right for this show, but I do do that sometimes in my email newsletters. So just last week, in fact, I shared an anecdote about a client who was feeling down about herself as a writer because at a long ago job, her co-workers told her she sucked at writing. And I shared that over email, not just to say that her co-worker sounded pretty mean, but to say that sometimes you just need to learn the rules of a different kind of writing. And also to give my email fam a permission slip that not every piece of writing you put out has to get the same level of investment and effort that you can focus on what's important and and let what is functional just be simple and less heavy. That's something that could be a social media post and an email. And that's exactly what I did. It became an email that went out on September 13th and a quick slide on Instagram on the 14th. So for whatever your platforms are, you need to understand what kind of ideas will fit on which platforms because not every idea is going to be malleable enough to fit everywhere. But what could be turned into a podcast episode, and in fact, I think I'm going to do this in an upcoming episode, how this anecdote could be a podcast episode is for me to share a snippet of that coaching call itself if the client agreed and if I felt it would be useful to my listeners. So again, it's the same root content, but it's packaged in different ways on different platforms. Last example. A couple of weeks ago, I made a quick reel talking about a conversation I had just had with my mother. She's coming to visit me at the end of fall, and she texted to ask me if I had a pair of boots that I could lend her while she was in New York. And immediately, my mind went to inventory all the boots I have. I have two pairs of short boots and one pair of tall boots and only one pair of snow boots. So if it snows while she's here, I won't be able to lend her anything. Plus, my fancy boots just died on me last winter. So if we're going out somewhere nice, I don't have a single pair of those. And I started typing what would have been basically a dissertation on my boots. And then I stopped and I was like, Jethi, what are you doing? And I deleted all of that. And I just responded, yes, because that's all she needed to know, right? She didn't need to know about all the ins and outs of all the boots in my closet and their precise length and their precise color and the brands that they are from. And she just needed to know, do I need to carry a pair of boots with me? Or rather, will you lend me a pair of boots? And the answer was just yes. Don't bring your boots. I got you. Right? So my Instagram reel and that caption was simply recounting this realization that I had. And adding, when your customers are asking you a question, make sure you're answering what they really want to know. Now, so far, I've only used that as a 60-second reel. I haven't followed my own advice about the Swiss Army knife of content. But that's something that could easily be turned into a LinkedIn post and an email to my email fam. I don't want to talk about my mom and her need for boots on LinkedIn, so here's how I would use it to kick off discussion on that platform. Quote, It's tempting when a customer asks you a question to share all the background details or explain why the answer is the way it is or to tell them everything you know to establish your expertise. But that's doing your customer a disservice. When she asks you for the price of your bed sheets, she wants a dollar figure, not the details of the high quality materials you've used or how ethically you've sourced them. So the next time you're answering a customer's question, ask yourself, are you actually telling them what they need to know? End quote. So that last line, by the way, is copied directly from that Instagram post. But the example with the bedsheets is made up anew. And it's just because I recently bought a new set of bedsheets. And so they were on my mind. But it could be anything. And once I wrote this down for the podcast episode, I decided, okay, well, I've done the work. So I might as well take it and use it on Instagram. I mean, sorry, on LinkedIn. So 
actually making this episode for you is helping me also to use all the tools in my Swiss Army knife of content. And finally, if I wanted to send an email about this, which I probably should at some point, um, you know, it's a good root idea, I might handle that email in a few different ways. I might decide I want to boost traffic to my Instagram page. And so I might send out something super short with a screen grab of the reel and a link just to watch it on Instagram. I might transcribe the reel and lightly edit it and just use that Boots example as it is. Or I might use it as a jumping off point to ask my email fam where in their business are they tempted to share all the details when really all their customers are asking are if they need to carry their own boots when they come to visit. And so I might use it sort of as an engagement email to initiate a discussion with my email family. Make sense? Okay, now to be able to do this for your content, it might be helpful to first think through what kinds of content you share on which platforms. Once you're clear on that, and once you have your root piece of content, you can start playing with the length and the format and which chunks make sense to break off to fit the different platforms. This is going to change. It's going to simplify your approach if you do it consistently. And you can say goodbye to those days where you're dragging your feet thinking, what do I post about today? <sighs> and uh, speaking about saying goodbye, I want to make sure you, you know about my new workshop, Unbore Yourself. It's coming up next week and it's all about how to rediscover the magic and passion behind your core message. You know when you get bored of saying the same thing over and over? Like you know you've said it so many times, you yourself start yawning when you need to say it again. When you're worried your subscribers are going to hit unsubscribe because they're so bored of you saying the same thing over and over again. Well, your core message is your core message for a reason. It's important. It forms the backbone of what you do. Your potential customers need to understand this so they can take the next step. So you can't stop seeing it, but you can stop being bored by it. Because the way that it doesn't turn your audience off is when you are so irresistibly in love with your message that your enthusiasm shines right through. And this workshop I'm hosting is going to do just that. It's going to help you rediscover the deliciousness of your own message. It's called Unbore Yourself. It's on Saturday, October 1st, one and a half hours on Zoom, and it's just $25, which means you have no excuse to not fall back in love with your own message. Sign up at the link in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Until I see you again next Thursday, make sure you're using all the tools in your Swiss Army knife of content. <laughs>